How's it going, everyone? Welcome to episode 79 of Fear Frequency. I'm your host, Jimmy Champagne. And live here and in person is... <laughs> George Frazard. And George has been in LA since last Wednesday, but we've been doing a ton of Halloween and horror-related things, so we were like, we'll record the podcast at the very end of it, since now we just kind of post over the weekend. That's yeah. just kind of how we do it. <laughs> uh, so the reason George flew in was because I was invited to Halloween Horror Nights by Universal, which was awesome, and my girlfriend Kelsey was going to take my other free ticket, but she was like, hey, you should have George fly in a week ago, she said this. <laughs> and I was like, George, you want to fly and go to Halloween Horror Nights? And he was like, yeah, so here you are. Here I am. <laughs> and uh, you've been out here to LA a couple times since I've moved out here. Yeah. Um, we usually do some pretty fun stuff, but this time we did like a greatest hits right. of everything fun. <laughs> uh, the first thing we did, though, was Halloween Horror Nights. And I've been to it every year since I moved out here. Um, the first year was feels like so long ago, <laughs> but we went on everything. Last year, we did about half the stuff. The main thing we wanted to hit was Halloween 4 last year. We did that, and the Blumhouse one was really cool. But this year was awesome. Yeah, this year, there wasn't really a bad maze, I would say. There were ones yeah. that were not as good as other ones, but I think they were all at least cool. Yeah, the ones that we would consider bad just didn't live up to the best ones, which right. was a great situation to be in. <laughs> so we worked our way all the way down to the bottom of the lot. We went out to dinner at the Jurassic Park Cafe that they just opened up, or Jurassic World. Mm -hmm. Very expensive, but like for theme park food, it was fine. Fine, yeah. So we started there. Then we went to Stranger Things. And last year, Stranger Things was really cool. It was it was Stranger Things 1. And it kind of had little elements of 2 at the end. But this year, it was mainly elements of 2. And then they had one room at the very end that was Stranger Things 3. And the Demogorgon effects were really cool in that. Yeah, I'd say the best part of that maze was how cool the Demogorgon prosthetics looked. Yeah. They would spit water at you. And like... Yeah, they had like guys in Demogorgon yeah. suits, which was really cool. Yeah, I mean, they looked show accurate, which I was impressed by. Yeah, I think the reason it was just kind of like underwhelming-ish was because Stranger Things isn't a very scary show, you know? Yeah, and I mean, I think the... The issue with it was basically they said it was Stranger Things season two and three. They include like a third of it as season three and they don't even have the giant mind flayer fight. That was like the crux of the season. Yeah. They the just big had event. Head. Yeah. So that one was okay, but we moved right on to killer clowns from outer space. Yeah. I think yeah. that was the next one we did. So we did that. That was phenomenal. It was like movie accurate. Yeah. Totally awesome. They had good smells in there, like cotton candy and like nerds rope. It smelled right. like, which is weird. They had a really good animatronic right at the end of the police officer being <laughs> looked, worked as a puppet. Yeah. That looked like a real person. We were yeah. still debating if it was a guy in a costume or an animatronic. Like I, I'm pretty sure now that it's a guy, it's an animatronic, but if someone, who worked on it told me it was a what live person doing that i would believe them yeah because <laughs> it was so good and the costumes were great in there and then we worked our way all the way through the terror tunnel which is the tunnel of epilepsy every year <laughs> yeah. it is like seizure inducing so we got through there and then we did our was halloween all hallows evil oh yeah all hallows evil which is just like a random maze that they have set up, like a corn maze, and it was awesome. Yeah, the theme was just evil. Yeah. So, like, the stuff they had was giant Blair Witch stick people, and they had... Uh, like, guys in ghillie suits. Yeah, guys blending in ghillie into suits the wall. that would just, like, uh, pop out and uh, ring a cowbell in your ear while you're walking by. Yeah, that was scary. Uh, they had the giant people on the stilts. 
They had the two witches at the little stand. I mean, it was just a really cool one. And it, they had a really all... cool, accurate Satan at the end. Yeah, and they topped it off with uh, Karen O's cover of "Immigrant Song," which was awesome. Yeah, I didn't realize that was. I thought they had like a soundtrack for that area, but no, that was just on loop. Yeah, but uh, that was definitely a cool way to end it with just videos of like people dying playing with that. Like, yeah, over it. it was just cool. I like that. And then so right after that, we did. Wolfman versus Frankenstein. That's the first time I've been able to remember it right away. <laughs> uh, that one was... It was cool to see one built out of the Universal Monsters. Yeah, totally. And it had some good scare moments. The best part was we were in line and there was... This, <laughs> we're not making fun of her. There was this girl who, uh, I guess, got scared and was crying. And uh, the guy letting us in was kind of joking around yeah. with me and George. And he just like looks at us. He goes, he's like, Jesus, you're in public. Can't you take that somewhere <laughs> else? To us, not to her, which is why it was funny. Right. We, we, were, we were okay laughing at her expense. And it was also not scary at all in no. a way that would make me cry. No. I mean, it was probably the least scary of all the mazes that we went through. Right. Um, but like I, you're I saying, so. it was kind of cool to see some like universal monster um themed maze but yeah. it also just wasn't it didn't really wasn't have anything a, like special yeah it didn't they didn't do much with the theming it was just the right. characters were in there and there was a really cool frankenstein room at the end that yeah. i liked so with the the bride of frankenstein with her face melted off yeah that was <laughs> that was awesome and just the frankenstein monster that they had wasn't like the movie one it was like a zombie version yeah he was pretty creepy and they had a wolfman transformation scene which was pretty cool yeah. I like that a lot, actually. So, and the intro of it was, like, Romanian. You were, like, in the countryside a yeah, little bit. Yeah, that was cool. Like, that was, it was really cool. So, after Wolfman versus Frankenstein, I almost forgot it again, <laughs> we did Creep Show, which we both thought was going to be themed after the Shutter Show, but it was the movie for 90% of it in the one room of the Shutter yeah. Show. Which, n- nothing, like, against the Shutter Show. We just haven't seen it. Right. So, it was nice to go through... And see things that we're recognizing. Yeah, that we're familiar with. Starts with, you know, where's my cake? And there's like... <laughs> they had the perfect recreation yeah. <laughs> of that guy. It was awesome. And before every room you would go in, there would be the, uh, like a comic book cover wall size yeah. of the area you're about to see, which was insanely cool. I really liked that. I thought that was awesome. Um, I love the the one with the cockroaches. That yeah. was a really creepy room. They had yeah. little air jets blowing on you and like they fake cockroaches everywhere that looked real because it's dark yeah. and they had them crawling all over the walls which was really cool creepy effect, yeah there and then from the show i think it's either it is either the premiere or the finale i just forget which one it is they had the werewolf nazi one mm-hmm. and the werewolf scared the crap out yeah. of you it scared me too i'm not i'm not playing tough it's it was a very good scare moment of the werewolf yeah i also liked uh in the transition scenes from room to room there were the, uh, like you said, the comic book covers, but there was also the creep show creep that would pop out oh, of yeah. the wall and jump at people. Yeah. Which uh, also got me pretty good, but was a, a cool effect. The mask was completely movie accurate, which yeah. was nice to see. And we went through this one twice. So this one, it was just a lot of fun to see creep show brought to life. It's just such a good, you know, movie. Yeah. And the show sounds like it's going to be pretty cool. The last room was from the show. It was like a bathroom with like something growing out of a toilet and they pumped in a real shit smell. <laughs> yeah. So that was like good production value that I didn't necessarily need. No, I like I don't need it to smell like, yeah. <laughs> like shit. So they had Tobin Bell. Uh, he's narrating the show, I guess. They had his little narration playing on loop, which yeah, I which thought was, cool. was pretty sweet. Yeah. So overall, Creep Show, I that was really cool. And then 
at the end of the lower lot, you can do Ghostbusters, which is in the biggest lot that they have. Mm-hmm. And that was awesome. Yeah, that one really cool. Probably had the highest production value out of all of them. It's, you know, that's like the biggest IP. Yeah. They had giant life-sized uh, Slimer puppets. Oh, yeah. They, they, were, they were pretty scary. <laughs> and they had... Uh, they had like moments from the movie. Yeah, moments from the movie where... Uh, they'd be shooting the beam, and they had the lights yeah. built into the wall that were on like a timer. And they had the so lobby cool. with like they, they have actors in these things. If you've never been, they have actors in these haunts who are lip syncing to yeah. lines from the movies, and they do a really good job. Yeah. So I I was really impressed with that. Last year they had Poltergeist there, and we didn't we didn't get fast passes last year, uh, but so we didn't get to do that. But the year before they had um. Freddy versus Jason there, and that was awesome. But this was a very solid replacement for that. Like this was a cool anchor haunted house. Yeah, them. I think it's gonna get a lot of just you know casual horror fans yeah, to go. Yeah, definitely. And the, just the movie quality aspect of it was insane. Just walking through, it was more like a museum. Yeah, it was just cool seeing yeah. recreated scenes from the movie, um, more so than it being like a original haunted house idea. Yeah. So after that, we ended up doing Jurassic World. Which, if you've been to the Florida Universal Studios and you've gone on the Jurassic Park ride, it's the same track as that, and it actually used to be that ride, but they rebuilt it to be a Jurassic World thing and added in screens. They completely redid the theming of the ride to be more Jurassic World. They added in Claire and Owen, which I liked a lot. I thought that was like a nice touch. Um, And once you get up into the building which used to be the current the carnivore paddock it was like you weren't supposed to be there and this it you are supposed to be there it's like a forest and the indom but the indominus rex escapes and you get a really cool moment with its giant head and yeah. the t-rex was completely redone which i loved it looked, yeah, really, that looked good. really good i mean I, I wasn't really sure what to expect from them completely reskinning it for jurassic world but i thought they did a, a good job with it it was actually a nice uh change yeah, having the T-Rex right at the end is, like, so cool. Yeah, got to, got it, to have that. I just, I don't like how much Universal relies on screens normally, but it actually worked with this ride. Yeah, it worked with this, with the, uh, like, Megalodon. Oh, yeah, the dinosaur. Mosasaurus or yeah, whatever. Right. Yeah, and then you see that thing eat a shark, and you feel it swim under the Which boat, is a cool Which effect, is a good effect, yeah. yeah. That's what they do on the King Kong ride I was talking about in Florida. Right. Which I love. I think that ride's insanely cool. So we did that. Then we worked our way up, back up to the... We did this whole thing backwards, essentially. <laughs> so we did, after that, Us, which was like being in the movie. Yeah. Like they had the Shaman's Vision quest. Right, it you starts with that. the Vision quest. You walk in. The, they had the owl. The owl jump scare. Yeah. Uh, they had people in, like, masks of the characters in the movie, which was really weird because it was, like, kind of messes with your <laughs> perception. Yeah. And they don't really talk all that much in the movie, so right. it was like okay that they weren't that <laughs> right. animated. It was kind of bizarre. And right, the first encounter you have with the others, uh, or the tethered, um, they look like statues right. of all the whole family. Right. And then we were walking by, and uh, <laughs> the the dad, he was a real person, yeah. and screamed <laughs> and was terrifying. I was that scared the crap out of me. Yeah, definitely. That was such a good scare moment. I was like, ah, I was like so scared. <laughs> and they had the house, they had the bunny room from the end, which I thought was a really cool touch. They used mirrors to recreate the hallway. Yeah, which was just really clever stuff. If I was Jordan Peele and I had that movie come out. And, you know, like, they could have cashed in and just done a, like, shitty recreation right. of it. They didn't. Like, no, they that went was all like, out. They definitely went all out. And I think that 
that or Creepshow is definitely the best one in my yeah, opinion. Yeah, Creepshow. It's just cool that Creepshow is able to be at Halloween Horror Nights. Right. Like that. Like that Creepshow is like entered into the zeitgeist enough where they can spend the money on. Yes, that. Totally. I really appreciate that. And after us, we went on Pandora's box, which you liked more than me, I think. <laughs> uh, Pandora's box one was a little strange. Um, I didn't dislike it. Uh, so it was sort of themed where each room was like a different, uh, like culture almost. Like there was a samurai room, and there was like an ancient Greek mythology. Oh room. right, yeah. And um, I, I mean, there was definitely some cool, like statues in there and some decent scares. I, mean, I thought that was like. Definitely not the best one, but it, it was a cool, like, independent haunted house. Like, that one felt yeah. like something you would go and see anywhere else. Right. They also had another one that was, like, their own creation. And it was kind of an evolution of one of the scare zone mazes from last year. It was called Holidays from Holidays Hell? in Hell or something. Holidays in Hell. And it was like you go through a bunch of different rooms that are all holiday themes. So mm-hmm. It starts on New Year's, and it's all in order of the year, which I did not realize until right now. <laughs> so it goes New Year's, Valentine's Day, St. Patrick's Day, Fourth of July, Halloween, Thanksgiving, Christmas. Easter's in there too. Yeah. Anyways, Fourth of July room was the best room. Yeah, that one easily. <laughs> the other cool thing with that was uh, in between the transition rooms, they had these giant, like six foot tall uh pieces of art that were depicting horrific scenes at all the holidays yeah and the art was all really cool like i don't know who the what artist i want those, the fourth but... of july one with yeah. all the kids getting their limbs blown off <laughs> right. like it was like face melted <laughs> yeah, and everything totally. and one of the cool effects they did in the fourth of july room was uh like it was like a kid got blown up by a firework so half his face was gone and his legs were gone and he was just screaming yeah <laughs> it was very very graphic and cool i like that the prosthetic effects that they were doing i was just all on board with it's, it's hard to complain about any of that really like they were all like this year the themes were definitely lacking a little bit in mm-hmm. comparison to what they've had before but they really picked up the slack with that holiday one for sure and us i would say just like the general production value of all the mazes i was yeah. impressed with right like, i thought they all ended up being like cool yeah and the best part was like uh i, I know a lot of people who watch my youtube channel listen to this podcast like so many people we're like, hey, I like your videos. And that was, I've had that happen at Midsummer Scream a couple times, but this was nuts. Like, how many people, <laughs> I was getting stopped like every 20 minutes. So that was really cool. And one guy gave us a discount on beer. So he's the like champion. The MVP. Of the night. Of the... Yeah, the real MVP <laughs> is the guy who gave us the fucking discount on beer. That was awesome. Because beer's expensive there. Yeah, definitely. It was like, a, we were, what were we getting? Like a Mexican, like Modelo? Yeah. Like, we were getting Modelo and it was 15 bucks. It was like, yeah. oh my God. Like, what's going on so that was really cool that guy was the real mvp yeah uh the last one we went on was house of a thousand corpses we saved the best one from robert zombert for last (laughs) and it was really cool because it was done as a companion to the movie rather than being you walking through the movie right you went to captain spaulding's chicken shack and they had some really good captain spaulding the captain spaulding masks were unbelievable yeah that was awesome seeing captain spaulding especially knowing how like poor Sid Hag's health is right now. Mm-hmm. It was cool seeing like real full-bodied Captain Spaulding. Yeah, totally. I really thought that was sweet. And then you go through the whole. You see like Doctor Satan. Oh yeah, you get to thing. see Doctor Satan's yeah. basement, like yeah. the murder basement, <laughs> which was great. You get to see the dinner scene. That one, that one is funny because they've definitely repurposed the rooms. I can recognize it. 
they that was Texas Chainsaw Massacre two two years ago. Okay, and I like some of the rooms yeah. were in the same place. Which like if you compare that to House of a Thousand Corpses, that's a pretty easy comparison point because they're very similar movies. Right. And it was Halloween four last year, and it worked really well there. Yeah. So I don't know. There's every year I have a great time, and this was no different. It was a lot of fun hanging out at Halloween Horror Nights. Yeah, that was a really cool time. That was. It was uh, cool of them to invite us and give us the express passes and all that. And... Yeah, that was the best part. Honestly, if you're going to go, you, you can't do it without an express pass. If, you, if you're no. like a fan and you want to see everything, you can't do it without an express pass. Definitely not in one night because we were there from when it opened till one in the morning. Yeah, we, we stayed from beginning to end. Yeah. Like they let us, they opened up at seven and we were in the park done with dinner at 730, I would yeah. say. Like we, we went and we weren't like just being lazy about it like we were no. trying and we had the express pass the longest we waited was for ghostbusters i want to say i think that one had the longest wait time in general yeah. just because that's probably the biggest ip that was there um but we didn't really have to wait that long in any of the lines and i think like you said if you're gonna go to this the express tests are kind of uh required yeah they're a must it's not that last year it was like kind of absurd but this year it's not like it's if you're getting the ticket you should just definitely get the fast pass but I would definitely go back. I think I will go back with Kelsey and our friend Graham has been on the show before. So overall, I had like virtually no complaints. And also the merch this year was so good. Yeah. The giant um, like amalgamation poster that they yeah. had for the whole thing just looks really cool. It's very professionally done. It's super 80s themed, yeah. which I really I enjoy that a lot. The art overall was just phenomenal. They also had a ton of Killer Clowns from Outer Space merch. So you know they're something's doing something. coming back with that for sure. That franchise is uh, gonna do something. They're gonna like Halloween 2018 that shit. <laughs> right. Do a, like direct sequel now, and it's gonna be awesome. I that that maze gave me like a newfound appreciation for that movie for sure. Totally. So that was really cool overall. Uh, no complaints with Halloween Horror Nights. It was just a good time from top to bottom. For like it was just great. Yeah, I would uh, uh, definitely recommend going to it this year. Yeah. So. That was just the beginning of George's trip, though. So Friday night, we went out. Um, we went to this great restaurant called Gaiukaku, which is like a Japanese barbecue. Mm-hmm. A ton of meat. <laughs> uh, we went to our favorite bar after that. Uh, oh, no. We didn't go to our favorite bar. We went to a bar in between called the Wellsborn, which is pretty good. And then we went to our favorite bar, which is a dive <laughs> bar. Pretty fun. Very solid night. Sat outside in the lawn chairs just talking. It was good. <laughs> um didn't wake my neighbors up we were very respectful very respectful i think i mean no one came out and talked to us so like respectful enough there's no screaming no i definitely have fallen asleep out there though watching like youtube videos on my phone full volume <laughs> like woken up at 4 a.m right i'm like oh man that sucks Sorry, <laughs> they kind of paid us back though by squirting a hose in my open window <laughs> onto a power strip like right an electrical fire could have been started last night in my yeah opinion. i mean that was a possibility for sure yeah so yesterday we woke up very late because we were out very late the <laughs> night before. So yesterday being Saturday, just so you guys have some frame of reference. And we went out to an Alamo and then we went to this amazing restaurant, which I am not going to reveal the location of, but it's a steak restaurant up in the mountains of somewhere. You're giving away too much information. And we saw Sam Elliott there. Sam Elliott was there. Which was cool. George was like, <laughs> we're sitting at the bar eating our steaks and drinking our beers. And then the, George looks up and goes, holy shit. It's that guy. <laughs> it was like clear as day, Sam Elliott just sitting right there. Yeah. It, it was weird. It was, a, it was a weird celebrity sighting. Cool, though. Totally. Yeah. Uh, didn't say anything to him, but seems like a nice guy. Yeah, he seemed, seemed like to... nice enough. He wasn't like shy or anything. He was just like 
Sam Elliott. Yeah, just didn't want to bother him because the steaks are delicious and you gotta have full concentration there. You know yep. what I mean? <laughs> At this unnamed restaurant. So came back, watched Haunt, which is a movie we'll we'll be reviewing in a little bit, and Texas Chainsaw Massacre Four. Right. Very fun time. An absolute uh, cult classic. It really is. I will not hear anything bad about that because it's so funny. And then today we woke up bright and early with one mission. We just it took us a while to accomplish this. It, day started it... up with like one mission, and we ended up doing like everything fun we could think of. <laughs> we wanted to go to the new Beverly Theater, Quentin Tarantino's theater, and get some merchandise from Once Upon a Time in Hollywood because apparently that's the only place to get it. Yeah. Um... So don't buy it online. Like, find a friend in LA who can go get it for you because it's not expensive. No. So we go there around 11 in the morning and it's not open um, because they didn't have any showings until two. So that's our bad. So I was trying to think of things we could do in the meantime because we were like, oh, we should come back right before the showing at two. The merch store will probably be open. I was like, oh, shit, we should go to Pasadena and see all the Halloween filming locations. Yeah. Like, I'm always looking for an excuse to right. go there. And George has never seen them. So we head out to Pasadena. It's like a beautiful day. Like just completely, it's yeah. just such a nice day out. They have like a downtown like car festival going on where people are bringing their old cars and showing them off. And the Myers house was closed so we could go up on the stairs, which was great because they don't like... <laughs> we didn't people. get harassed. This law office like moved the Myers house to like stop people from going to it. And like their middle ground they made is like you can stand in front of it and people are like, no, 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 not today. <laughs> right. We took a picture at the hardware store. We hit it all. We went to Lori Strode's house. We recreated the title sequence, title sequence. Yep. which was very cool. Uh, we actually walked to it. It was like a mile and a half away from downtown South Pasadena. And then I remembered I had my super wide lens in the car, which <laughs> is not anamorphic, but it's close enough. Right. We, we were able to actually get like the whole shot into it. Yeah. What was it like seeing all the Halloween filming locations? That was cool. Like it, it didn't really strike me that, you know, all that stuff was actually filmed in Pasadena until you brought it up again. Like when I think of that movie, I just, you know, think of the like Midwest like vibe that it has. So I, right. I wasn't even thinking that it was something filmed in California, but it was definitely cool to see kind of 40 years later what everything looks like it's really cool that the people who own laurie strode's house leave a jack-o'-lantern out there so you can recreate that picture of her sitting in the corner yeah totally that's really cool of them yeah so between that and uh the people have maintained the giant bush oh yeah it's exactly the same (laughs) which is great we did that shot we recreated it um the title shot was my favorite thing to do though yeah i mean that was just totally cool it's just it's awesome to you know, go back and see something that's like both of our favorite movie, you know, where it was filmed. Yeah. And just kind of like living in the moment, like thinking about that today. And it was just a, a really cool experience to go back and see all that. Yeah, there's a, uh, they filmed a little bit, maybe a lot. I'm not, I'm not as well versed on Rob Zombie's Halloween. Mm-hmm. I think they filmed a lot of it there too. And we could have done that, but we had our mission to go back <laughs> to the New Beverly Theater. And at two o'clock, they were showing um, the Sound of Music, which w- great movie. Yeah. But they didn't have the m- the merch table out for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. So I go on the Instagram and I'm looking. I go on a, a post from two days ago where they're showing off a T-shirt, and it's just repeatedly commenting to people. Yeah, we have the merch table set up six thirty to midnight every day. <laughs> we're like, fuck. We're like we should just look that from the beginning. But we would have never done any of the things we did today if we knew that. So right. Like, it's fine. It's kind of a blessing in disguise. So I was like, what the fuck can we do? I didn't want to go home because it's pretty far away. 
And then I was like, oh, we should go to the Alamo Draft House that just opened up here because it's like the coolest place ever. Yeah. And you haven't been to one before, right? No, that was the first time I've ever been to that. The, the I had it train. before this opened either. And it's just like. It's totally awesome. Like everything about it is cool. No, I've always wanted to go to one. It's been like one of my like things. So I'm, I was really excited when it opened. I mean, I've talked about it on here. Yeah. Um, so we were like, what movie should we see? We have three <laughs> hours to kill. And it was just like perfect timing. There was a showing of Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Yeah. <laughs> so we both went to round four of that. Yep. And you have art. You saw it. <laughs> While I was at work on Friday, you went and saw it. Yeah, right? I went and saw it at the Arc Light at uh, the Promenade. Mall. yeah because i had a you know i had a few hours to kill i was just hanging out doing some shopping and i was like maybe i'll see a movie <laughs> oh yeah he's this... on vacation after all <laughs> yeah and i was like well this is my favorite movie of the year so i might as well go see this oh man it's it's so good like I, it's one of those movies where every time you watch it even if you don't see something new you just come away thinking it's better than you did before <laughs> and it's hard to increase from 100 percent. but <laughs> old quentin tarantino he figured it, it again out. it's just so good uh that movie the one gripe we had with it was the time jump and the voiceover, but you realize it's because he filmed so much more movie, and it's already three hours long. Yeah. So that Netflix cut, I feel like, is going to fix a lot of people's problems with it. But that ending scene just never gets old. No, I mean, that entire sequence of the people from Spawn Ranch, the yeah. Manson kids being destroyed is like... <laughs> it's just so... Cathartic. Cathartic. And, and like, good. <laughs> and it's crazy when you see the like a audience reaction to it like every time when i'm watching that movie i'm like curious how is the audience gonna take it like is it gonna be like in pure horror or are people gonna be laughing along with the movie that's like going way over the top we were like howling yeah <laughs> laughter obviously because it's so good it's just such a great and such a great movie um we ate dinner there we ate like lunch dinner we didn't eat all day we realized um we were still very full from our steak dinner and we got pizza, and you got a burger. Mm. Oh, you got the Royale with cheese. Yeah, the, the Quentin Tarantino-themed the burger. How was it? <laughs> it was good. Yeah, the food there was good. I thought that the you know the seats were awesome. The sound mixing and the video in the theater was, like, Oh, yeah, so their screens good. are insane. Like, just so good. And the sound this time around was better than any time I've seen it. Yeah. Like, I heard things that I hadn't heard before in that movie. Like, I don't know if it was just louder than I ever heard it before, but it was definitely, at the very least, it was mixed very well. The surround sound was incredible. Yeah. I heard stuff behind me and everything. Right. That I never hear that when I go to the movies. So, I was very impressed with that. And then, we finally, finally went back. <laughs> oh, no, we got, a, we got a drink at the bar there. It was pretty good. Which is, they have an awesome storefront Video there. Vortex. The video store there is free yeah you can it's like a library of blu-rays yeah so yeah i mean no no question alamo draft house is just a great place to go yeah if you have one near you which not a I lot mean, of people do i mean, mean they're like they're of sort of spread out yeah uh there's supposed to be one going up in detroit fairly oh, soon man. you're gonna have to live there man yeah, yeah i know <laughs> damn um but yeah totally cool if you have one near you i would say definitely go see a movie there because it's just a really cool venue so after that we went to the New Beverly Theater for the third time today. <laughs> and finally, they had the merch table set up. We each got a couple t-shirts and uh, some buttons. And apparently, they're just like cheap, which is cool. Yeah, I mean, the shirts were 20 bucks. The buttons were like a dollar. I mean, it was it was not an expensive, uh, you know, trip there. 
And Not at all. While we were talking to the security guard there, he was saying that it's a popular spot for people to show up. They buy a bunch of stuff and they resell them on third-party sites like eBay yeah. for like triple the price, quadruple you Don't the price. buy any of that merch <laughs> on eBay. Just like find someone. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone knows someone who lives in LA. I've realized <laughs> since moving here. It's like, oh, I know someone in Michigan. It's like, well, if you know someone in Michigan, they know someone in yeah, LA. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so don't buy that shit on eBay because it's just like not worth it, I would say. Unless you're like a massive QT fan. But like yeah. at that point, just have a trip out here. And right, just come out here there. and see it yourself. They that's... show Once Upon a Time in Hollywood at least once a day. Yeah. <laughs> and they show other movies too. Like they, they have Reservoir Dogs playing frequently. They just had uh, Pulp Fiction there. Yeah, I think right now the two of his other movies are uh, Jackie Brown is playing there at midnight soon. And so is Pulp Fiction. So, yeah. So, before we get into our review of Haunt... I can do a quick Halloween alert here, Dr. Lewis time. <laughs> so the the big thing, I'm doing this off the cuff, by the way, guys. We don't have a doc. Uh, big thing is it started filming this week. Did you hear about this? No, I haven't. started filming in Wilmington, North Carolina. Um, there's a little bit of confusion around four shots of the shape that James Drew Courtney posted on his Instagram. Uh, people thought they were from Halloween Kills. Not the case. They were just like pictures from James Drew Courtney's phone. So that's cool. They're cool <laughs> shots of Michael Myers, though. Yeah, so totally. Like, I mean, they're interesting. And he's photos. not in the mask. They were test photos from last Halloween. So mm-hmm. the, the mystery solved. I asked Ryan, and he told me. It's it pretty cool. Right. And he also confirmation yeah. from the vice president of Blumhouse. He also flexed on me pretty hard. He was like, I am looking at our new Michael Myers right now. It's <laughs> awesome. I just sent some pictures back to Blumhouse. I was like, oh, did you? That's uh, great. I'd love to see those, right? <laughs> so that's cool. Um, they're also they're doing some casting calls so they they're filming in wilmington they closed down a main street there they also closed down a dive bar and they were filming a car crash scene so when you take that and you combine it with the fact that the working title for this movie is mob rules i think laurie strode is going to be getting together like a little bit of a mob to go look for michael but obviously things are going to go wrong and like that kind of also plays into them casting some of these characters from the first yes. Halloween movie as adults now. Exactly. Where that might be, you know, other people that she knows has encountered the shape. And right. Will have something. You'll something see to gain from like going after. Because him, another another uh, scene they were filming was um, the fake news footage, like news broadcasting. Mm. So like if they're having local news come out and like filming stuff like that, very. Right easily you can put two and two together there also got rumor confirmation that we will be seeing a new version of the original mask like they're gonna do a flashback oh really where michael's in mask interesting yeah so i really hope they don't do cgi loomis <laughs> that i would not like that but we are getting a flashback because we already know they did casting calls for 60s and 70s era cars mm-hmm. which like that's Wild when the first that, movie right. takes place. Right. So, um, yeah, that's that's it's all going good, right? Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm totally excited for it. I think, like, I'm still kind of getting over the shock of them announcing the two sequels together. Uh, but, <laughs> yeah. I, but I think it's going to be... It's confident. Uh, yeah, it's totally confident. So I'm, I'm excited for it. Like, I'm glad everybody's coming back for it. All the stuff that's been coming out all seems cool. So I, I'm here for it. Okay, so... That's the Halloween alert for this week. We kind of did the show out of order. That's okay. Um, we're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back to talk about Haunt. 
All right, we're back from our quick break, and this week we're talking about Haunt, which is a noteworthy movie. A, takes place on Halloween. Yep. B, has a very cool concept in which a bunch of teenage friends who are in college go through a haunted house, turns out the people in there are trying to kill them, and C, it is directed and written by Beck and Woods, who are the guys who wrote A Quiet Place. Yeah. Is that the first thing I said? No. I didn't repeat that. You said it happens on Halloween is A. Okay, good. <laughs> so you can rent it right now on YouTube, which I usually rent everything on Amazon just because it's so convenient and right. usually the cheapest. But this one I had to rent on YouTube. Six bucks. Totally worth it. I thought Haunt was a blast. Yeah, I, I also had a really good time with it. Um, I mean, I think like they nail a lot of the... like fall feel there's a lot of oh yeah the intro and outro shots. really really awesome shot work in general throughout the movie like it takes place in illinois and it looks like it was shot in illinois on location in the fall which like how do you beat that hard to beat totally hard to beat you can't do it they had great like long shots of just cheesy halloween decorations and like leaves that are on the ground blowing in the breeze yeah this like college town with the haunted stuff and you know old foggy roads at night it was just totally oh, sets the ambiance like on like so well yeah that's what i really like living out here obviously in this desert wasteland but <laughs> if i was a girl named harper who's kind of like an introvert she had a troubled upbringing kind of a cliched backstory a little bit she also has an abusive boyfriend like if you were playing horror movie bingo yeah it'd be pretty simple to right make. she kind of hits all the marks yeah she hits she, she's filling a lot of squares yeah but she's acted well and the thing that really helps this movie punch outside of its weight is killer production design and cinematography. Yeah, totally. Both of those are incredible. So the people running this haunted house, they're all wearing masks. And there's sort of like a reveal halfway through that kind of happens. Like, And it's cool. I think it would have been cooler if the masks that they were wearing weren't so cool. Yeah. <laughs> like the masks were too cool. I didn't want to see them right. come off. So it's like a witch. There's like a creepy ghost. Uh, a clown. There's a zombie. And yeah, the clown. The clown was funny because the guy wearing the clown mask wears clown makeup underneath the clown mask. Yeah. Which was odd. Sort of weird. Odd to say the least. And the ghost guy, when he takes his mask off, you're in for a shocker there. Yeah, totally. That was a, a fun reveal. So this movie also has like an ethereal feel to it. It just kind of feels like dreamlike almost yeah, totally. in the way. It just kind of like moves from event to event. Like they are really going through a real haunted house. Yeah. So it's like, it's got escape room elements. There's like a maze that you have to crawl through. They have one of those things where you stick your arm in the hole and there's spaghetti. Yeah. But things really start going bad about halfway through the haunted house. Where, like, the girl sticks her arm into the last hole, and she pulls it out, and you don't think anything's wrong, and then there's very thin razor blade cuts that start <laughs> opening up on her arm. Right. And that was very freaky to look at. Yeah. Um, also, they do a lot of gore teasing. Like, where they, well, their friend gets kidnapped like, yeah. almost immediately, and you see her uh, get killed by a burn, like a boiling hot railroad spike to right. the brain. And you, like... <laughs> They do pitchforks through the head. Yeah. Uh, there's a baseball hit, which has a great bloody mist effect, or baseball bat hit. Like, there's a shotgun to the face. Like, there's a. Yeah. It's quick. It is rated R, which is odd because they cut away so quickly. But the 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 brief glimpse they show you is like insanely detailed. It's detailed enough to where it'll stick in your brain. Yeah, I mean, like you're saying, the set design like all looks really cool. And then they pay it off well with the kills and the effects. 
Um, I mean, the story, I, I think the pacing is a little bit weak. Like, sometimes it's, like you're saying, it's an ethereal feel, but it's like... It feels it, like it they're feels like padding. slow from room to room. Right. Like you're saying, padding. Like, maybe it's, uh, you know, they only had maybe like 60 minutes of content house? with, like... 30 minutes of padding or something. If they really wanted some tips on how to make it longer, they could have gone to Rotten Manor, which is the yeah, longest totally. one it has of all time. It's just like it never ends, which in a good way. Like yeah. It ramps up until you're out of it. Right. Every like, time Whoa. you go into a new room, you're like, oh shit, I'm really in for it now. Yeah. So it was it was cool in that sense. The way they find the haunted house is weird. Like, I'm actually, it's not that weird. I'm now realizing what was going on. <laughs> um, So they think that the girl's ex-boyfriend... Oh, new ex-boyfriend he she dumps him right at the beginning of the movie harper right they think the abusive guy is like following them and then so they turn off on a road to lose him and they do but then right behind them the haunted house sign lights up that was obviously an employee of the haunted house right i didn't realize that until right now (laughs) so that was a cool way to like reveal this haunted house and they also do things like where they make one guy feel like he's gonna seem like he's just like a quality employee but then turns out not so nice yeah um the effects though are really good it's shot super well the lighting is super good too and it does get creepy like the imagery does stick with you yeah totally i've seen people going back and forth on this but i've seen more people praising it and i get why like i think this movie is very solid and as far as a halloween set movie goes like if you're having a marathon with your friends this is a great movie to just throw in the middle or at the beginning when everyone's kind of talking yeah because you don't really need to know the plot you kind of know everything that's going to happen no, I mean, I, I would probably put this somewhere, um, like, on a level of, like, Halloween 4. Like, you watch that because the ambiance is so awesome. It really sets you right. up for the mood of Halloween. Getting It is very spirit. on par with Halloween 4. Yeah. For I mean, sure. it definitely, you know, there's some shortcomings, but I think a lot of it does punch outside of its weight class and really delivers, like, a cool experience. Yeah, it's kind of like the entire time. You, you have two endings in mind. Like, one is she joins the cir- the circus, mm-hmm. and the other one is she perseveres. Right. Like, you know Harper's not going to die from right. like go. She'll be the final girl, or she'll be, like, the new protagonist Yeah, they'll try to do a twist. Right. These guys know what they're doing in the sense of, like, really creating a world and having characters who are kind of bland, but they're existing in this real-feeling world. So you like seeing what happens to them. And there's this other character named evan who completely carries <laughs> yeah, a he's lot alive. of the movie he's really funny yeah and then they keep him alive for a pretty big chunk of the movie right just as comic relief and his death scene is insane yeah <laughs> he gets it pretty bad yeah i mean like we've spoiled enough at this point so i think we can just talk <laughs> about it uh one of the, the bad guys with the ghost mask he puts the hammer backwards under like <laughs> this this guy evan's laying on the ground on his back and the guy goes, comes up towards his head and puts the hammer on the top part of his jaw and then pulls, pulls not his only his teeth out, off. but yeah, rips his face <laughs> backwards. And they show you just enough where you see what's happening, yeah. but it also hides the like practical effects from looking fake. Right. Which, Which is I, still, I mean, like I'd obviously prefer them do that style where it is a practical effect that like once you get enough, you cut away from right. than them doing a cgi effect of like all the skin in his head coming off or something i also love the shot of the pitchfork going through the girl's head that was very scary yeah that was a very creepy shot a lot of cool imagery the house looked great there's a great shot of a dude getting beamed with a nail gun right in the arm (laughs) 
hurt yeah. really bad. That was cool. And the baseball bat headshot is so Great. awesome. Yeah. It's like legendary. Just the blood mist. You hear the neck crack and the head <laughs> spins around. No complaints there. And just some of the ways that they were scaring people in this haunted house were really inventive. Like they had a maze that you crawl through. And if you're in it too long, the floor gives out and someone falls down. Right. So if like if the killers hadn't taken over this haunted house, it would have been a really cool, creepy experience. Right. If it was like a real, like extreme haunted house, people yeah. would definitely go to it and like, exp- you know, review it well. <laughs> I would. I would like going through it. There's also once things kind of like the you know like pop off. It ends up happening where the main girl Harper falls on um, like a rat trap, the sticky kind. Mm-hmm. And this is kind of like a nitpick, but also it's pretty cool. She When she pulls her hands off, it pulls the skin on her palms off. But she's like, after that, she's shooting guns. She's opening yeah. doors. Yeah, she has no issue with her using weaponry. Palms. Yeah, and like she has bandages on her hands towards the end of the movie at the hospital. It's like, oh, you're going to just acknowledge it? I would have just moved on. Like <laughs> At that point, just don't even pretend. Treat like a vision or something. And the way that they handled the abusive boyfriend was pretty funny. Like, where they make it look like he's coming to save the day. And then yeah. it's just like, no, he gets ganked as soon as he gets in the fucking place. And just gets wrecked. Yeah, I mean, he's basically a, a plot point to obviously build up her backstory, but then also... So that they have a car to leave in at the end of the movie. Yeah. <laughs> like, his story is definitely the most half-assed out of all of the characters. He just, like, shows up and dies. Right. <laughs> there's there's some weird stuff going on. Um, but, like, for a VOD rent, I would have loved to see this in a theater. They did a showing last week. I kind of wish I went, but I, just, I didn't have time. Um, it's on video on demand right now for six bucks. I yeah. think it's totally worth that. Just I, to watch I agree. It right, right now. Right now is a perfect time to watch it. Yeah. I mean, I think this is a smart time to release it. Yeah, um, where it is like it's kind of right at the very beginning of the whole Halloween season. It gets mm-hmm. you in the mood. It's a great like intro to the season movie. And we also have two more Halloween movies coming out this week now. Yeah, Candy Corn, which I was telling you about in the car. Right. That movie this looks sounds great. awesome. We're we're definitely going to talk about that next week. That's gonna be our movie next week, and then the week after we're going to be talking about Hell House LLC Three: Lake of Fire. Yeah, very because that comes out when we record. Yeah, I'm very excited for that. Yeah, there's a new trailer for that that came out that's not 15 seconds. <laughs> and it does kind of recreate some moments from the first movie, mm-hmm. but in much higher resolution. Right. Because it's like, just like the penultimate movie. <laughs> Andrew Tully's in it. You know, like, oh, yeah, they right. yeah. He has like, some good speaking lines in the trailer. That's like, cool. I think this movie, I think this is going to right the wrongs of Hell House LLC 2. Yeah. Because 2 is good. It's just like, it had it just, the lore. It's definitely like really rough around the edges. Yeah, what was that review that we read? It was like, this movie's... Th- it's like, this movie sucks, but I love it. Yeah, this movie sucks, but I love it. With <laughs> like 10 exclamation points. Yeah. It's like, yeah, like, 2 sucks. Yeah. But it's like... But it still exists in, like, this universe that's so awesome that right. you can't dislike it that much. It's like the prequel movies in Star Wars. Yeah, like, exactly. You gotta acknowledge them. Right. But I like that it's one guy doing it all. And the, the, yeah, totally. I, I think 2 would have been a lot better if that movie was not bought... Uh, the day it was supposed to come out. Yeah. Like, I mean, if you got money to work on it beforehand... Right. Instead of self-doing it all, it probably would have turned out a lot like 3 is looking like it's Yeah, where it out. seems like now it kind of got picked up by Shudder. It's like a Shudder original. This is like one of Shudder's best originals, and they don't market it at all. Like, they <laughs> own Hell House LLC now, I think. That's always you on there. You assume, yeah. They have two, and then now they're going to have three. And, they're like, three comes out this week, and they're not marketing it. I just no. don't understand why weird and creep shows out next week so 
The Halloween season is beginning in full force. We just wanted to get this episode out since we're actually in the same room for once. We <laughs> George brought his whole microphone set up and everything. Uh, so how was your third LA trip? Uh, I had a great time. It's I, your third one, right? Yeah, I, th- I think this is my third one. Uh, but I've, t- I've totally had a great time. I thought that you know everything we've done was was so cool. Halloween Horror Nights was great. Uh, seeing the Halloween locations was something that was you know one of those cool experiences, and uh, seeing the the Bev- the new Beverly was cool too. Yeah, you saw once you were here for four days and saw once upon a time. <laughs> yeah. I spent six hours of my trip watching once upon a time. And you're gonna be on the plane flying back, and it's gonna be on there, and you're just gonna be like, well, nice to see you, yeah. old buddy, <laughs> old buddy. Yeah. So. Uh, we're going to finish out Georgia's trip by watching my brand new collector's edition Blu-ray of <laughs> Trick or Treat with the 2K scan. And we're Georgia's making margaritas because we wanted to keep this night in theme with Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. <laughs> uh, that's all I got. Yeah, I, I think uh, that's been... It was a little quicker episode. We well, didn't talk about news. No, we didn't have any news, but we definitely wanted to get out uh, our thoughts on Halloween Horror Nights and the stuff we've you know, stuff doing. we were actually doing. Right. So, I don't know. So, maybe next like week this. we'll have, like, a lot of news to cover because we're missing whatever this weekend, the following think, week. Did anything really happen? We'll, we'll figure it out. I don't think it, like... <laughs> there's only this week that, like, really just blew me away. Right. I know, like, Hell House LLC's trailer. I was like, that's cool. Right. I mean, I'm obviously probably forgetting something and I'm going to feel like an idiot. <laughs> right, but there's we, probably something huge that, like, we're both We talked about Halloween, though. We got yeah. that. We got that in there that's mandatory. We talked about everything we did so yeah if you want to follow us on instagram and twitter and see all of our cool pictures from the halloween filming locations i'm at jimmy champagne and i'm at george frizzard and uh yeah we'll see you guys next week bye